everyone. This is Chris and Sandy Benton with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I say on every episode, we've got a great show for you. We've got Isabella Karina coming on. She's doing some great things up in Canada, um, you know, up north. So, you know, and we, yeah. we were talking with her about the weather and where we live, it's like 80 degrees a day. And she today. said it's cold mm -hmm. there. So it's really interesting the different temperature <laughs> difference. But we're excited to have her on and we're excited to talk a little bit about her acting career as an actress and all that and just see where this goes so isabella welcome to the show yes welcome thank you this is such a big honor and i'm happy to be here it's our pleasure to have you yes. um i always like to start the show out the exact same way as i always do um we're in a rough season for entertainment oh, it's <laughs> how has COVID affected what you do and what have you done to kind of maneuver through all that well, as you can imagine, auditioning may be different. Uh, now it's mostly at home recording or on Zoom. Uh, I haven't had many on Zoom, but it's a good way to connect with people. It's different from being in a room where everything is visual and you get your direct, um, you get to be directed in the way because the director and the producer is there. However, when you're at home, it's different and you need to interpret it in a different way. So it could yeah. outcome yeah. being good or being bad, but you just need to work around it. Yeah, you know, we've had some actors on it. They talk about one of the pluses of this. They said that, and you know, you used to have to fly to LA for certain auditions where because of this, it's like it's opened the door for people who don't live in LA. Yeah, exactly. Or if you need to, drive out two hours to get to an audition room that you're only going to be there for about 15 minutes it's it's not a waste of time it's just inconvenient yeah. but now it's so much more easier do you i wonder if when the virus finally fades to what it needs to be and we go back to at least whatever new, new normal is will the acting side still do this or will they still or will they still expect everybody to come back and audition face to face I can imagine that they would keep Zoom and uh, keep at home auditioning. However, for callbacks, yeah. I imagine yeah. they'd ask you to come in just to connect with them and see if you're a good right. fit. Yeah, that kind of that makes that a lot of sense, sense because you know, yeah. open the door for everybody so that you get the best person for the role, the potential. But then the clock, you said the callbacks. Now you got to come, so that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So a lot of people would ask, you know, when did you know you wanted to be an actress? But I like to go deeper than that. When did it click that this could actually be a career for you? Hmm. I wanted to be an actress about three years ago because I wanted to experience it because I did musical theater and regular theater and I liked performing on stage. But I didn't actually understand how it would be in front of a camera. So I wanted to yeah. just try it because why not? But ever since the last year when I started making uh, short films, I realized that this could actually be a career that I have in the future. And I thought that would be so cool because I find it entertaining and it would be a good use of my time because I enjoy it. So what has your parents thought about your acting career? My dad is very supportive and my mom is also very supportive. My dad works with me a lot and I'm very grateful for them. So do you ever, have you played any roles with your dad? Oh yes, there was once where <laughs> yeah. he needed to be in the 
um, film shot because we needed another character. Um, that was part of the script and they requested that anyway. And I think he did a pretty good job. <laughs> yeah, that's like we were um, mm -hmm. interviewing another young actor and he was telling that him and his dad was on our show. Oh yes, they, Asante Black. That the, the new show that they were doing they wanted both and now so now they get to work together all the time oh yes they loved it yeah that sounds awesome <laughs> I would <love> that <laughs> so you know watching your dad perform a little bit have you learned anything well i learned to be very patient <laughs> and connect and just be patient <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, so as you know, a lot of people, they see the glory of like a Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie, and all the big actors, but they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggle that it takes to get to not just their level, but even a career level with acting. And I want to talk about that side of the sacrifice side. I'm going to tell a quick story. And this is a musical story. But still, this goes right along, I think, with acting, too. Because I think music artists and actors are chasing that same dream, I think, you know, just different in a different area. But we interviewed a, a girl named Allison Steele from Two Steel Girls back in 2014. And I'll never forget an answer she gave me to a question. I asked her what advice she'd given up in coming artists. And she said that this is going to sound funny coming from someone full time. But if your heart will allow you to do anything, if you can see yourself doing something else, then go do that and just keep this as a hobby. She goes, because the moment you want it to be a career, you have to be all in. She says your, your life changes. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to, you know, give everything you got to this craft. She goes, your friends and relatives never understand because they invite you to weddings, to cookouts, to, to weekends, to holidays. But when you're in that grind mode of your career, um, you can't say no to anything and mm -hmm. except you got to say no to all that. And they, a lot of times they don't understand. Then your family has to sacrifice on top of that. You know, they have to kind of give you up to the world and share you with the world. I'm sure you already figuring that one out, <laughs> you know, but then he added, but if you cannot see yourself doing anything else, then go all in. Because the mm -hmm. only way that those kind of sacrifices could ever be worth it. What do you think of what she said? Let's talk about the sacrifice side. I think what she said is true, though. Um, you have to sacrifice a lot if you want this to be a career. I haven't figured out what I would love to do in the future. This is something that I would like to pursue, though, if I can't find anything else. I enjoy it, and it's something that I could keep doing and keep doing because it never, never gets old. But what she said is true. There is so many sacrifices you need to take in order to pursue what you want. Most definitely. Um, <clears throat> what have you had to sacrifice so far in your in your career? And and at the same time, has it been hard being a young actress? Because, you know, a lot of times people don't want to take actors seriously, but much less the younger crowd. Yeah. Um, well, I've had to sacrifice spending time with my friends or doing homework at some points, but I find time to do that later. I've had to sacrifice school, but I catch up after because my school is great. Um, I've had to sacrifice spending time with my family sometimes, and I have had to sacrifice taking the time to fix my teeth, Because, but I do have Invisalign now, so mm -hmm. that's helpful. And 
there, there's so much else that I had to sacrifice before, but uh, it's kind of hard to dig deep into that. Yeah, because I mean, with you being such a young actress, um, how is people taking you seriously with this dream of yours? Because, you know, it, as an adult, even for like this show, a lot of times people don't take us seriously. You know, they're no, like, true, yeah. like, oh, you're doing this. It's just a pipe dream. It's mm -hmm. just this. It's that. How do you handle that as a young woman? Well, it is also other people's judgment, and I can't take that seriously. And you can only take what you think about yourself seriously, and you need to love yourself first in order to pursue something, in order to do your best and invest yourself in it. So being young and being a woman and being an actor and trying to make people take me seriously is hard, but I think that's changing in the industry now because people are seeing what young people can do. <laughs> Yeah, because you know, as we were pitching different people within the acting arena, we have there's like a lot of young ones that are rising right now. A lot of them. Yeah, there's so many, and I'm proud <laughs> of all of them because it's amazing. <laughs> We've been trying to get Darcy on, but you know, she's been so busy that you know. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, one day we can get her on. Hopefully, yeah, <laughs> that would be awesome. I'd watch that. <laughs> <laughs> So now that we talked a little bit about the sacrifice side, let's go the other way and talk about the glory side. When you look back on your career so far these last three years, what are some moments where you're like, wow, I got to do that? Well, um, my first audition, that was something else. It was a battle call. There's so many people. I actually saw one of my friends from my school who was also an actor. So I thought that was cool. But as it progressed on, I realized that you need to really dig deep in your work and you need to take your time with it and you need to learn things. But learning and having that experience was amazing because I met so many interesting and inspiring people. And I'm so happy that I did that. I'm so happy I'm taking this part in my career. And when I got my first break or I booked something, that was that was amazing. That oh, wow. I was so happy. That's probably <laughs> one of the highlights of this. <clears throat> so tell us about um, the Variety B BC thing. Oh yes. Well, um, Variety um, in British Columbia is a charity to help children with learning challenges or disabilities or just general problems with learning. Um, Variety has helped me go to my school, which helps me with my ADHD and dyslexia. And I help the charity because I see so many people struggling nowadays, but now it's being more recognized as a problem. So I, I'm happy to help the charity and I'm help, happy to be there each year and I'm happy to support it in any way I can. And did I awesome. see that you're going to be a host of it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> third year. We're going to do what we do, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's fun hosting. <laughs> so, um, do you have your own show too, or? Is it... Um. Well, hmm. I did host another thing for the Joey Awards. Oh. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah. Um. It's an award ceremony in Vancouver for young actors. Oh, cool. And that was that was a fun experience. And I've hosted a couple other things. I just can't put my finger on it right now. <laughs> do you enjoy hosting? Yes, I do. Oh, I've done Geektopia before. 
Um, that that was fun. And Meow Fest, which is also in Vancouver. And I was so happy with that one because I wanted to go last year. And I can't believe I was hosting this one. So how is, you know, on the hosting side, how have you gotten those gigs? Um, well, acting was a big part of it because hosting is like acting, but you're having a conversation uh, instead. Yeah. So um, it's just really interesting. And I think I got those gigs through connections with other people, which also came through my acting over these years. Yeah, connections are definitely important. I remember when we launched this show, we launched January 3rd of um, last year. Oh, yeah. and we, we started with our connections, which was Nashville. Um, a lot of people mm -hmm. in Nashville. We so, we so it was really originally a country music interview platform yeah we had a lot of we had a lot of connections there we had a lot of connections within mm -hmm. the rising country stars and so that's where we started and mm -hmm. next thing you know we be became a um music platform then around september of last year i decided to open the door for entertainment overall and we are here so you know yeah that brought us to today it brought us to with this and, and all of a sudden now I, I was just looking at our schedule for the next few weeks and i was telling sandy it's like you realize we got more actors coming on than artists right now that's what a journey that's definitely been crazy and you know speaking of the journey you know like you said about the covid and going through that um covid kind of exploded the show because our original plan last year was 100 interviews we thought if we could do that it would be a great foundation for the first year and then wow. covid happens yeah and i was like oh all these artists are going to need a place to talk and we're going to give that to them and because of that we interviewed over 300 people last year Whoa! Wow! What great timing for you to start that. <laughs> yeah, I kind of joke that you know, if down the road we are the size of like a Bobby Bones or a Ty Bentley or a Ryan Seacrest one day, that we will kind of owe COVID to that. Well, yeah, some good things come from COVID. Some. <laughs> yes, like you were saying with the whole that the interview process to get the gig, yeah. gigs has become better because now you don't have to drive the two hours for at least the first call. Exactly. So as you know, a lot, lot of people, they see the actor, but they don't see the team behind them. And we both know that, you know, without the team, the actor, the artists, all the people in the entertainment people can't do their jobs. And I think they don't get enough love. And I don't care if you have a team of one person or a team of 300, like Justin Bieber says he has. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. You know, a team is a team. So take a few moments. Tell us about the team that's behind you. Well, um, I have my mom and dad, obviously, <laughs> close to me. I have Bridget, which is my agent. I thank a lot for her because she's amazing. She's <laughs> helped me so much. Um, I've had my friends, mostly my friends. They, they've helped me with a lot of my auditions, and <laughs> I'm very happy for them. And I'm very grateful that they're there for me. Well, <laughs> and you know, and because talking about the team too, oh, yeah. you know, we have a nine-year-old that's kind of a co-host, a third, third party co-host. Co yeah, yeah. So we allow him to come on and ask one or His two questions. His name's Christopher. So Sandy's gonna go. Oh, yeah. And we've got a 22-month-old little daughter that when she gets older, she'll be plugged into the show too. 
cute. Because <laughs> they know when we started this, I was like, you know, we're going to be a family show and mm. we're going to bring people on and include our kids into it. Yeah. I, I, think, yeah, I think it's so important uh, for kids to see what the parents do for a living. Yeah. <laughs> He's got three questions. Got three questions. Hi, Elizabeth. So, uh, what's your favorite food? My favorite food is ramen, but it's the ramen that I make because I like the way I make my ramen. <laughs> and what's yours? Mine is pizza. Pizza's great. I love pizza. Mm, yup. <laughs> okay. Next. Okay. So, what's your favorite TV show? My favorite TV show is The Office, and I've watched it three times, like all of the seasons three times in a row. And it, yeah, they keep showing a commercial on Nick, I think about it. That's <laughs> like you've seen yeah. the commercials for. Yeah. <laughs> What's been cool about this show is um, we've been able to get people he likes on, like two people from Side Hustles come on. Um, one of the dads and one of the people playing, and we're also, I think, going to have um, – which one is it? Jaden Bartell. The Jaden one cool. coming on the show in a few months. Well, that so, must be very exciting. And he loves that show. So it's been it's cool that he gets to kind of talk to some of the people that he likes. Yeah. Yeah. Having that experience. Okay. So what's your favorite song? My, mm, well, I have yeah. one playlist with all my favorite songs. That's kind of hard. I like, <laughs> um, one that I played, the last song that I heard that I liked is called The Two of Us. Oh, wow. It's not pop, it's jazz, kind of. I don't know. I just really like it. <laughs> What's your favorite song? Okay, it's One Man Band Old Dominion. <laughs> yeah, big country. country. loves country. Yeah. yeah, I like country, too. It's funny. Yeah. Again, that was where all our contacts were, and, you know, we, now, that's that's the roots of us as country. <laughs> Bye, <thanks. laughs> Bye, thank you. It's funny. Sometimes he gets nervous. Sometimes he don't. You know, I could always tell. I'm like, yeah. okay, he keeps yeah. a little nervous today for some reason. <laughs> yeah. So what's funny is we I've noticed when it's um the younger girls. Closer to closer to his age, he gets a little nervous. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> He's a little pro, though. He's learning. <laughs> now, he was really nervous. Um, I oh, yes. One of his favorite, ago. we brought on Allie Brooke. And yeah. he about freaked on that one. He Aww. did. <laughs> she was so nice. <laughs> <laughs> so if you could co-star with any actor or actress, mm. who would it be? What kind of role would you want to play? I would want it to be really, really, really funny. Like really <laughs> ironically funny. I don't know if I could name one right now because there'd be so many that I want to co-host. Maybe all at the same time. That would be interesting. <laughs> so, you know, staying on the family part about this, um, and there's probably a thousand stories you probably have. But just think of something that stands out. Tell us a story where your parents or your dad or one of them went above and beyond for your career. And you're like, wow, he gets it. This is my passion. Well, it was my dad. And I think I think it was for a Hallmark audition where I oh, had wow. the audition and I was there. 
and I forgot my script. My dad's mm -hmm. phone was dying. So we went out to the car in the cold and charged the phone. And I was sitting there like, wow, what am I supposed to do? My dad's doing this for me. That's so nice of him. I can't believe that this is happening. And then oh, wow. I eventually got the script and then I reread it and then I was confident. And my dad encouraged me through that and he helped me with that. And all of the work and time that my dad has put into this, I'm so appreciative because wow. I'm very happy for that. I love to hear that. So what's been your favorite role so far that you've played? Hmm. I like, I think, hmm, that's hard. Because <laughs> they all are probably have, they're probably all favorites in your, in, oh, in, yes, all in their different own way. way. In their different way. I, I, I like being, um, there was, a commercial that I was in that I really liked and then being on travelers I also like that experience was amazing and I remember talking to the main actor um after in the middle of a cut because something funny happened and that was a great experience oh wow so what's been your hardest role to you to date I think it would have been not a role <clears throat> but an audition that I had to do that I had two callbacks for, but I didn't get wow. because it invested a lot of my time and uh, going through it. It was a great experience. Don't get me wrong because yeah. uh, I built up another character through that, but it was just very tedious and very hard because it was a serious role. <clears throat> Um, we definitely get what you mean about the rejection. And I kind of want to talk about that a little bit, because I yeah, think that for young actor, actors and actresses, I think this is a the toughest part to the job you do. And we we sort of get it, but we don't fully get it because we don't do what you do. But I, you know, I get probably a hundred emails yeah, a, different way. a month of, re mm -hmm. of people were trying to reach out to them. I'm always reaching out to new people as I would try to get them on the show. And so we get these rejection letters and they try to make it. Sometimes the PR people try to make it nice, but you can tell it's. They're saying no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, some are saying not now. Some are saying in a few months. And right. of course, I keep back on it so how do you handle that kind of rejection to where you get this role you're excited for the role and then that happens uh that is a majority of what acting is rejection <laughs> so, the worst thing is having a role and then getting a call back and you're so excited you think i got this there's no way and you don't hear anything for months because they don't let you know they just let it go because Imagine going through a hundred people telling them that they didn't get it. It would be a tremendous waste of time for the career itself and looking through all the people. However, it doesn't feel good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So maybe a year ago I went through 25 auditions and didn't get any. I think I got one call back and I didn't even get that. And I was feeling really, really wow. low. But mm -hmm. I kept going because of the roles and I would find inspiration in that and doing a bunch of other things while I'm doing that because it's just a waiting game, all of this. Mm -hmm. Now, do you find, we've had several actors say this, that when they leave that first call, the first audition, that this is how it usually is for them. I know I got this one and they don't get it and they or they leave, I know I ain't got that one and that's the one they get. 
that have oh that happens a lot actually <laughs> i uh for the commercial i got actually the audition that we did the tape i didn't say anything the instructions i did but there were two sets of instructions and i thought i definitely didn't get that that was absolutely horrible what <laughs> and then uh, oh a callback whoa <laughs> and then i did it the exact same way and then i got it and i um, how how because the ones I worked so hard on before, I didn't get. And then ones that I just felt relaxed in, thought I probably didn't get it, but it was a good experience to have that I got. It's just being comfortable with it. Being comfortable. One of, the, one of the other actresses recently that we interviewed, and I like what she said. She said that when she gets turned down for a role, when she finally sees the scenes that she was thought she would have, mm -hmm. she goes, the actress is almost never like her. And she was like, yeah, it's like, no, it's like, it's like, how was I even in the, in the callback for that role? You know, yeah. have you seen that that's happened too? Yes. Um, I auditioned for something where I needed to be blonde apparently, but I didn't know that and short hair. So, um, and then I watched the show later and I thought, how, what, <laughs> where did you get this idea from that I would be a good fit for this. I love that. Now, this past February made the five-year anniversary that we mm -hmm. asked um, Kelsey Ballerini where she wanted to be in five years. Yeah. And I always like to tell this story um, before I ask the guest that same question because the the answer Kelsey gave us five years ago, when nobody knew who she was, I mean, but a few people, is almost to the T of what she's living right now. Mm -hmm. And so knowing that, where do you want to be in five years? Well, I would like to finish a full production of a movie that I really want to do. That's something I want to do when I'm young to think back that I can pull inspiration from thinking I had the willpower to do this. I can do this now. Just thinking that I could do it then. So I would like to do that. I'd like to write a script. I'd like to get somewhere in my acting career, like maybe land a role in a TV show or a movie, or in general, just enjoy what I'm doing and know that I'm doing it for my own purposes and to make sure that I'm happy with it. Because that's important because, you know, a lot of times the young actresses out there, <clears throat> they're pushed by their parents and it's not really what they want to do, but it's all they've known all their life yeah. because the parents mm -hmm. pushed them that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's very important to enjoy what you're doing or else it's going to come through in the end and then you're going to lose your confidence with it. I love that. So um, um, now my, my it's funny. You never know where this is going to go because I lost yes. my train. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you could, let's look 15 years down the road. And let's say that you're a success on a grand scale, whatever that looks like for you, you've made it within the acting career. Your dreams mm -hmm. are coming true. If the person you are today could meet your future successful self, what would you want to remind her? I would remind her to look after herself because that is something that I need to work on now and that I may lose in the future. I so need important. to focus on myself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love yeah. myself for who I am, too. Mm -hmm. 
And I love what you just said, because um, that's the point of that question. I always ask that question because I want um, the guests to think about how they're living now. Are they living up to this, what they're going to remind their future successful self? Because if you're not, you're not going to become that. Yeah, exactly. And you've got a couple questions. Uh, yeah, okay. a couple. Okay, if you could go on vacation anywhere, where would you want to go? Yeah, maybe Hawaii or Alaska. I know those, the two different. <laughs> you can have two <laughs> Why not? Because I I've been to Hawaii before, but I want to explore more. Because I was five years old when I went, so like I'm gonna remember. I want to go when I'm gonna remember something, and I want to go to Alaska to have adventures there. Because there's so many things that I can see there. Yes. Up there's a question. Oh, we have a question. In fact, that was on my list too. Uh, Talk about your book. Go on and get that question. Uh, well, my book I wrote with alongside my dad, who helped me. Oh, wow. And um, we worked on it a really, really long time. And the point of the book is to normalize things, like normalize having a learning difference. And <laughs> wow. show magic in the world. There's magic places where you don't even know that there could be. And to be hopeful in the moment and know that there's an adventure anywhere you look. Wow, I oh, love that. that. And what's yes. funny is I actually had it on the sheet there about yes. the book. Yeah, and I was like, oh, when I seen that, I was like, right. oh, I missed that one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so your next question. Okay, uh, one more. Uh, what would you like your legacy to be with your acting work? What would you like to be known for? I'd like to be known for my commitment and how well I did. Um, not in how many roles I did. Right, right. I've been in just how well I was committed and how confident I was being confident in that and to lift others up during that yeah, time. It's so important it, today. It is. You know, you, you watch social media and how do you know that's another thing too with social media in your generation. Mm-hmm. You see, uh, you know, something good happens and you post and you have all these trolls. How does that affect the young people? Well, since self-confidence isn't a very in-depth thing for young people nowadays, it can hurt them way more than it can help them. Because you can look at the comment and think, wow, this person hates me. Thinking, wow, only focusing on that. But there's so many other good comments Mm -hmm. out there. And focusing on those are the ones that... that's important because if you don't, then you're going to be stuck on that one bad thing and that's going to hurt you so bad. And I always, Mm -hmm. and I always go there a little bit with the younger artists and actresses, because I want people to see who are listening. If they do that type of stuff that they're destroying people, even though they don't realize it. Yes. Your actions can hurt people way more than you think it could. You can think, oh, I'm just going to tell this person to go kill themselves because why? I'm I'm mad. Right. But it's not actually something you should do. Yeah. You don't know what goes on in their head. You don't know what's in their background. You don't know why they could be doing this. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I was growing up, 
They always had the old saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can't hurt me. And I find that to be one of the biggest lies out there because, and I I look at it like sticks and stones may break my bones, but scars of the heart never leave me. I like that way more. I like that a lot. So so it was like, you know, it's just, it's just, I think people don't understand that. And I always want to talk about stuff like that too on the show. I want people to get, you know, that words do matter in this day and time. Mm -hmm. That anything you could say could impact someone. So as we um, come to a close here, if you had a friend of yours, let's say you watched him or her perform and they've got something special, you know, when they get on that acting floor, they're it. They're in that zone. And but they've only done, they've done maybe a few commercials, a few shows. But when their shows, they've had like maybe one line, but they're still trying to make it. Um, but they know that this is what they're supposed to do with the rest of their life. What advice would you give that person to kind of help guide years? Um, probably to not give up. Because if you do, then you're not going to be pursuing what you love and you might be doing something you hate in the future. And then you'll be regretting it. And regret is the worst and you don't like that. So being confident in what you're doing and being knowing that you want to do this and not giving up in what you believe in is the most important thing. I love yeah. that. So if you want to tell everybody how they can reach out to you, to be floor's yours. I am on Instagram at Isabella Karina, and uh, I have three accounts in total. I'm sure you can find me because my face is on it. (laughs) Um, I can't remember what else I'm on. I am on TikTok, but that is not big. That's personal for me. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Now, we really enjoyed having you on the show today. We definitely look forward to having you back down the road. Yes, I would love to come back. This is an amazing show, and you guys are doing something great. Well, we, oh, thanks so we much. Appreciate we appreciate that. that. So everybody, we'll see y'all again. Yes.